Yo, this is Vivian Jones and you're tuning to All Flavors Radio. Seeing how the wicked is thing, man. Hitting you with the best music on All Flavors Radio. If you like what you're hearing, spread, spread the, the word. word. And now, here's another one. I believe it's important we go for everything we want in life because we only have one life to live. So we have to give it everything we get and try to make our dreams, our hopes, our aspirations become reality. No one can tell you what a successful life is. No one can tell you what a great life is. No one can tell you how to be happy or what you should or shouldn't be doing with your life. No one can because you are unique. What success is for another may not be success for you. What is a great life for another may not be so great for you. What lights up another may dim your light. The only way you can be happy in this life, the only way you can be successful is if you be you. No one can tell you what a successful life is. No one can tell you what a great life is. No one can tell you how to be happy or what you should or shouldn't be doing with your life. No one can because you are unique. What success is for another may not be success for you. What is a great life for another may not be so great for you. What lights up another may dim your light. The only way you can be happy in this life, the only way you can be successful is if you be you. The only way to get the most out of this life is to follow your own path, to follow your own intuition, to listen to your own heart. That's where all your answers are. The answer to every question you need an answer for. Be yourself. So many are unhappy in this world because they're living lives they don't want to live so they can fit in or because someone that is completely different from them gave advice about how they should be living. You are unique and you must follow your unique path. This doesn't mean that there isn't useful information out there. There are so many great teachers to learn from. It simply means you only take in what resonates with you, what you know will work for you. Get out of your head and into your heart. Do the things that make you light up. Do more of the things that make you forget to check your phone. More of the things that make you smile. More of the things that make you laugh like a little kid. More of the things that make you proud to be you. Be brave. You only get one shot at this life. One opportunity to live fully. One opportunity to create some magic. It's okay to say no sometimes. To say no with passion, with authentic certainty because you know what is best for you. Not everyone will get it. And that's okay. The right people will walk that path with you and most won't be able to resist because someone who is genuine, who is authentically loving life, doing exactly what they want to do, that person is infectious. Real passion is infectious. Wake up with passion every day. Wake up every single day and be no one but fully 100% you.
I believe it's important that we are always fully ourselves, even if it means we don't fit in with other people, because when we are not truly ourselves, it's impossible for us to be happy. It's impossible for us to be fulfilled. So when you're hanging with people that you really don't fit with and you get that feeling deep down, that's your inner self telling you you're not comfortable, which means you're not happy. So it's super important that we are always, always fully ourselves. Be true to you.
pleasant and beautiful good evening to all flavors land and that was the sounds there of Bobby Humphreys with lover to lover and at the top of the hour we had be yourself motivational speech and all about having no fear in being ourselves and it's a wonderful thing that we can actually be ourselves and not have to run and hide from who we are. I am Wimbo77. And I'm KJB. Good evening. How are you doing all flavours? How are you doing? How are you doing worldwide listening crew? How are you doing tune in? And how are you doing TikTok crew? Great to have you all on board. Must say, I'm not feeling 100%. I have a really sore throat tonight. So I'm wondering if we're going to blend it out with half speech and half music. We'll see how we go. How was your day, DJ KJB? Oh, it was, it, it was, it was okay. It was all right. Long, but, you know, like, like any other day, mm. you just keep it rolling. Keep, keep it. You just keep it rolling. Rolling Keep it rolling. That's rolling right. On. That's right. And try and do it with a smile on your face if you and can. And I, I must say some amazing stuff. As always, as always, what can we say about the All Flavours Radio crew? I mean, they're just amazing, aren't they? Um, some wonderful stuff on Sunday, as well as last night. We caught um, Bella Ara kicked off the evening. Um, she's covering for Mark Philogene as well as George Flavors always brings it with the, the reggae selection on a Monday night, and Corey E8, who sees us through to the midnight hour. And yes, most definitely, um, we, we didn't mind losing, not even losing the glass slipper, but staying till the till yeah, the till the yeah. right till the end till the clock yeah. struck 12 nice, nice mixture of music beautiful beautiful nice mixture of music, definitely so how are you all flavors crew and really not forgetting as well um if you are joining us um unity fm global uk and unity fm st lucia 90.5 wonderful to have you all, all on board and we'll be given all of the DJs mention shortly. All right, so KJB moving on swiftly. What are our questions for this week? Okay, the audience question for this week is Should the Met give officers a lie detector test to weed out racism? Mm, so that's Ooh. something that's come up um, this week. And um, we're going to be looking into that as well as there's a scenario there which is quite disturbing as well. It says, um, did you know young people are losing their right to stay in Britain after being placed in the Metropolitan Police's gang matrix? Right. Did you even know that that existed, a gang matrix on the Metropolitan Police? Nope. Right. We're going to have a little bit of a look into that and see what it is and see how especially... Um, young black men from, um, yeah, the black demographic are the ones that are being targeted when it comes to this um, gang matrix and how people are fighting against having this, this matrix there. So we're going to be looking at those things as well as some other um, bits and pieces that I'm sure we can all benefit from. So our national day today is National Pawnbrokers Day. And you may be thinking, what on earth is she talking about pawnbrokers for? I mean, it is December the 6th, 2022, beautiful people, beautiful listeners. And 
Can you believe December the 6th, 2022? I know, it's amazing, isn't it? How the years just kind of just slipped, not even slipped us by, but it's just kind of just gone. It's gone, it's going. And within the next couple of weeks, beautiful listeners, we will be in 2023. Wow. Wow. Yes. So we're talking about National Porn Brokers Day and paying tribute to the profession that provides a valuable service. Now, sometimes we may may think maybe it doesn't um, provide a valuable service to its clientele, but does it? We're going to look at how it does, um, how it helps those in need, who are in need of cash funds, and also those looking for reasonably good deals to seek services from a pawnbroker. Mm. So when you think of pawnbroker, what do you, do you think of um, KJB? When I think of a pawnbroker, I think about those... Three golden balls, mm, mm. which normally used to hang outside the shop. But yeah. obviously, um, I'm going back a few years. I think it's still I think the it's same. Still, still the yeah, same. Still okay, the same, cool. Yeah. And yeah. it just it just reminds me of people who are in a certain position yeah, and are in need of cash. Like, they can't go to a bank or they don't want to go to a, a, a loan shark or yeah. whatever you want to, you know, those type of people. They want to be able to just get access to money and get access to money quickly. Yes. For whatever reason that might be. And as it says, the pawnbroker, it does pay a service. It, it's a valuable service for those ones that are in that position. And did you know the word pawn? It's derived from the Latin word pingus or pignus, meaning pledge. Mm. Mm. So the history of the pawnbroking begins thousands of years ago in the West in ancient Greek and Roman empires. And in the East, over 3,000 years ago in China, the pawnbrokers offers a loan of cash to exchange for property or goods as security. When the loan plus interest is repaid, the pawnbroker returns the property. However, if the client doesn't repay the loan, they forfeit the property and the pawnbroker may sell it to recover the loan. It's quite funny because when it says there about... 3,000 years in China, there's a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. And there is an actual guy or man that is a pawnbroker. In book? Yes, in mm. the book. Mm. And he, he says that, you know, some people, they come with different ideas of how mm. they want to use the money and they bring their valuables to them. So, And there's one, some that have been there for years that are still there, mm. yet there are some that will come and use and so forth. Mm. But I just thought mm. I'd throw that in. The Richest Man in Babylon, if you have a chance, Great beautiful book. listeners, Great book. please listen to, if there's any book that you listen to before the year is out, it's on YouTube. Go and grab it. Fantastic book. So it's been going for many, many years, right? Yeah, it's 300 years. It says the governments and churches even became involved in public pawn shops. Um, though no ever established this type of brokerage in the United States. Oh, so they don't have a pawn brokers in, mm. the, in the US, which is quite interesting, isn't it? Because it they, is something big in the UK. Mm. They do, they do have, they do have pawn shops. Maybe they call it something, they call it yeah. pawn shops. Yeah. Not pawn brokers, they call it pawn shops in the States. So it's slightly different, but it, it mm. serves the same purpose. Absolutely. It and it's to purpose. help those that are in need, isn't mm. it? Mm. And like you said, the governments and churches even became involved in public pawn shops. So they're public, well, are they public? They Maybe they're, yeah, because there are some, um, no, I'm thinking of there was a, a bank not so long ago that was helping people out as well but that it wasn't porn it wasn't um porn shop it was just 
lending place. So five years ago, the National Pawn Brokers Association began a wonderful programme on National Pawn Brokers Day called Musical Instrument Gift Day. And pawnbrokers across the country make generous donations of musical instruments to organisations in need. December the 6th, 2012, they worked with the Mr Holland's Opus Foundation and collected instruments for a high school this is in the States. OK, so this it's a, it's a day, this National Pawnbrokers Day, and they utilised it to give instruments to schools in need, I guess, which mm. is lovely, isn't it? Because when you think about pawnbrokers, you only think about the other side, mm. the people who, who are in need of yeah. quick cash. Yeah. You don't really know about that kind of giving. Mm. In the sense, because normally they're taking and not giving. Yeah, but they they quite obviously here, they do give Mm. um, quite a lot, isn't it? And how to observe hashtag National Pawnbrokers Day. How do we observe it? It says learn more about the history of pawnbrokers, which we're doing. Mm. Uh, Shop at a pawnbroker's business. Consider a donation uh, to Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation to support instruments on behalf of the National Pawnbroker's Association. Knowing that that is um, stateside, so mm. they might mm. have something similar in this country. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. But, you know, there's also a book called The Pawnbroker by Edward Lewis Walland, or History of Pawnbroking, Past and Present by William A.H. Howes. So if you're going to post on socials, use nas- hashtag National Pawnbrokers Day to post on your social media pages. So what is National Pawnbroker's Day. What's the history about of it? It's interesting because they said it's uh, Saint Nicholas Day, which is mm. the patron saint of pa- pawnbrokers. So there's e- there's even a saint connected to to the arts. But I thought Saint Nicholas was Father Christmas. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not really, okay. Possibly, possibly they, they, there might be a connection mm. because yeah. There could be a connection there, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe it's the same St. Nicholas. Maybe it's similar, but maybe not the same. Same person. So giving, Possibly. giving is is, is quite important. Mm. And we know in this time that we, we are in, there was, um, we spoke about, it was National Giving Week, especially, I think, nationwide. And I think I received something this week highlighting about national giving you know if we if no one's in need of that um you know the the money that the government's mm. given is it 400 pounds towards mm. bills that people can give that over to national giving and they'll utilize the funds to help other people but i don't know how how does that work do you because some some of the 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 help that you get from the government they don't mm. give it to you you they give it to you by you got a scan a barcode and the money goes to that particular organization that mm. you know like the gas company or the electric company. I don't know if they actually give you the cash right in your hand. I'm not sure, but maybe pe- some people out there can elaborate for I us. Don't, I don't know, but I'm not sure. But yeah, it's interesting about the pawnbroker, isn't it? Because like I said, especially now, it's interesting you're highlighting pawnbrokers now mm. at the time that we're in now. You know, it's getting close to Christmas. People are looking for ways to try and generate some money. Mm, mm. So, you know, it's, you know, but it's it's something that we need to just just highlight because these national days are important. It's good for us to think about 
the different things that are that are happening from day to day. Yeah. And these national days just highlight things that we might not even be thinking about. I'd know? have never thought of any of these things no, no. had it not been for the research and going in and looking. And like you said, we see these places they're all around us, aren't they, mm, pawnbrokers? Yeah, yeah, well, you know, and is there, is there shame in going and using one as well, would you say? No, I don't think there is because at the, at the end of the day, they, they, it's goods and services mm. they provide, isn't it? You got goods. They provide the service. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and I guess the nice thing is that whether you have to use the service is that you can take what you have hmm. loan, and then you can go and get it's it back. Okay. You can you get know? it back. Obviously, you got to pay a little bit more on top. But, mm. but I'm assuming that is depend on the interest rates. But if you think about it, some people still use loan sharks. Yeah, you know, and that's worse. You, that's you was worse. watching something the other day, wasn't you? On that, yeah. There's a woman who, who, due to her circumstances, decided to take some cash from a loan shark. Yeah, um, and then they, they, for, or or lo, loan shark company. I'm going to call them a loan shark company because mm. some of these companies, I like loan mm. sharks, but they just got um, organization status. behind them, a status. Yeah. So she borrowed five, five hundred pound, mm. and she had to pay back nearly seventeen hundred. Oh wow! Because so of the interest rate that they 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 applied to the loan at the time, and she didn't. I don't think she was, you know. So it's good to be. It's just it just shows that it's a, it's about education, educating yourself about about money, which which we've always highlighted on this show. Yeah, and about getting ourselves educated and understanding. The value. I know with her in her situation, she was a managing director yeah, somewhere. She was, wasn't a man- she? she was a manager of a, of a assistant manager or a manager of a supermarket. Mm. And due to her circumstances, things changed. Like a lot of people out there at the moment, due to some circumstances, things do change. Yeah. Um, but it's you know we you know we we're, we're highlighting National Pawnbrokers Day, but there are some people that are in. Um, financial situations that yeah. they, that might be they might have to something that they might Utilize have to consider the, and, and utilize service. it. Yeah. Um, so it's good. It's as I said, it's just about highlighting things. And I know we're talking about a national day, and I know it's the research is taken from a, a, a different country, but it still applies here. Mm, it still applies it to us yeah. here. So, so just like you said, it's giving. So mm. let us consider those. Well, that's fortunate. And that's maybe that maybe that's that's what we can highlight out of what we've this discussion mm. so far. It's about just thinking about others and how we can help. Just like um, we talked about that organization that if you've got something you can give, maybe we've got something that we can help other people at who we've heard or hear about having difficulty at yeah. this time. So ask around as well, isn't it? Ask um friends and family and so forth. Because you know, um I done a uh, group on Friday and we were talking about uh, subjects, it's not related to this, mm. but it's quite amazing how we can be unaware of what's going on amongst family members and the need, maybe they have a need and we might not know that you know so just keeping, bearing that in mind as well and we like KJB said, we are talking about it being hashtag National Porn Brokers Day and really knowing the valuable service that pawnbrokers do play, what role they play in society 
and really that they are there to help those that are in need of cash funds mm. and or those that are even looking for a deal. Yeah, and, and, as and, well. And it, it's good. It's good because we're not. There's no shame applied to that. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? There's nothing wrong with going to a pro pawnbroker. There's 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 nothing shameful in connection with that. Yeah. They're just a service. Absolutely. Like any other service. And the thing is, again, you highlighted KJB that it is um, it is Christmas or it's that time of year, if you're into that, that maybe if you got, you know, it's not the fact of being able to afford to go to a high street jewellers that, again, at the pawnbrokers, they have some great deals there as well. Nice and reasonable for gifts. Mm. So... Yeah. That might be somewhere to go and and look as well, isn't yeah, it? Totally so agree. Two two edged two edged sword, two edged sword, and really just tapping into it. Mm. Okay, beautiful listeners. So, hashtag National Pawnbrokers Day. If you are, um, if you are um, posting on social media, then that is the the hashtag to use. Rem- remembering that um, pawn comes from the word pigness, meaning to pledge. And yes, let's pledge something in that sense. Yeah. So beautiful people, we'll see y'all in five. Merry Christmas from all of us at All Flavours Radio. I bump into my friend at the bus stop. You bump into your friend at the bus stop. I take off my pashmina and show her my new necklace. You take off your pashmina and show her £150. I play with the necklace as we talk. You play with the money as you talk. I say goodbye and walk home. You keep the money on show and walk home alone. Thieves see your possessions differently, so take care where you take them out. Here for London, the Metropolitan Police Service. For more information, visit met.police.uk. Tommy Lucian Promotions and All Flavours Radio present We Ready to Party Again! On Saturday, the 25th of February, 2023, on board the luxurious Theresa Joanne, which is permanently moored at the King George V dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16, 2QY. Of this night, we will also celebrate the 44th year of independence for St. Lucia. From 9.30pm till 3.30am, come and be entertained by Ninja Man Lloyd, Mikey Afri, DJ Specialist, DJ Redboy, DJ Markler, and the All Flavours Radio Team. Your MC for the night is Rude Boy Keith. Come and jam to the sweet sounds of soca, afrobeats, country, reggae, R&B, and much more. There's a free run punch for the first 100 tickets, so get your £15 tickets today from Eventbrite and getyourtickets.co.uk. For more information, call 07401 388251. That's 07401 388251. We ready to party again, Saturday the 25th of February. The last one sold out, just saying. Give me the music. A legacy of red funk and soul music. Imagination. Featuring Lee John. 40-year anniversary signed limited edition 17 CD box set with the hits Music and Lights, Body Talk, Just an Illusion, Flashback, So Good, So Right, and many more. Box set includes never-before-heard 12-inch mixes, live performances, and unreleased recordings. Available February 10th, 2020.
chat room sounds a cameo love you anyway big shout out to Corey E8 AT Francis Mark Philogene out of Bremen Norbert from Castries doing gal gal guest 224 guest 500 guest 573 and guest 713 out of Dusseldorf giving a big shout out to DiCarlo giving a big shout out to TikTok Not forgetting George Flavors, Sour Malaysia. How are you guys doing? Shout out Marja, Kanisha, Tai Tai, Issa, and Anaya. Big shout out there to you, Naturally Lily. Still at work tonight. 
Hopefully you'll be coming in again soon. Shout out Jayla and Janae. Big love. And how you doing, Dwayne? And say a big high five to John John, Ray Chanel and Asani. Like I said, that was the sounds of Cameo. Let me do this one here now. Surprise, I must say, cause I never had seen such a pretty face with such a warm and beautiful smile. It wasn't hard for me to notice her style. I was fascinated, surely. She took my heart and held. Sounds of Luther Vandross. I wouldn't let her get right here on www.allflavorsradio.com. Excuse me, miss. Yeah. At least then I won't regret it Regret the fact I missed the chance for romance At least I'll walk away knowing I tried my best and I'm going I'm going on with my day Cause at least she heard me say Excuse me miss, Come on. what's your name? Vandross there take you out 
And wow, we, we, I don't know what kind of mood we're in tonight. We're just kind of feeling our way, right, KJB? Well, that's right. Sometimes it's the best way. Yeah, just, just to feel, feel your just way. Just feel your way into it. And Absolutely. it just happens naturally. Yes, as natural as it is, isn't it, as it comes, right? So um, our questions again, um, KJB, can you um, let us know what the questions are? Should the Met give officers yeah. a lie detector test to weed out racism? Right. And uh, young people are losing their rights to stay in Britain after being placed on the Metropolitan Police's gang matrix. That's right. So we're going to be tackling these questions and these scenarios a little bit later on in the show um, because I think they're quite important. Um kind of questions to look at we've had quite a big response on facebook in regards to this we're going to look a little uh, delve a little deeper into it and see how this gang matrix can possibly affect young people um, in our community as well as is it going to make a difference is the met built on racism we don't know and hopefully next year we'll be getting some really good um people in to come and give us an insight into the Metropolitan oh. Police and so on and so forth. I've been trying to chase them up for a little while. We'll see how it goes. But um, beware of, um, normally this is the part where we will talk about our history in this section of the show, but because it's so close to Christmas, um, because it's a time of desperation for some, there's a lot of scams going on out there. All right, so I received a message. This is from a friend of Hortense. And she's, it was a woman speaking about um, just what we were speaking about there, KJB, about that letter that comes from the government regarding the £400 that you get for putting towards your energy bills. But there's an actual scam going around um, in regards to that. All right, so what it is is that the government that you get text on your phone saying that um, you are entitled to this amount of money because I've I've had texts like that before I just delete them. Um, you get a text, it asks you for your bank details, but it also asks you for your strip. You know the CVV strip on the back the the number. There's a little number at the back of your card. Oh yeah, uh, your your personal details. You're talking right. about your your debit or yes yeah so yeah. your card if you debit put it card. in normally when you're buying something uh. that's what you'd put in isn't it the government will never ask you or no one should ever ask you for that number on the back of your card yeah it's your security yeah? code number that's your own personal number if you're buying things but this is what's happening these scammers are asking you to put in these details and people are getting ripped off they're getting money taken out their bank they're, they're being ripped off as we speak right so um was that both lie detector and okay we'll definitely come to that Corey 8 we're going to come to that a little bit later um so residents in this charwood are being urged to be aware of potential energy rebate scammers there has been a rise in fake text messages and emails claiming to be from gov uk and Ofgem, the independent regulator for Great Britain, the messages will say that the recipient is eligible for government-funded energy bill rebates and will ask them to visit a web link 
which is designated or designed to steal financial and personal information. This is going on. Does that surprise us? It doesn't surprise <laughs> us, but still, even in this time of need, why people are so wicked to do these things? Well, you know, when you think you're in the time of need, sometimes because you're in this time of need, yeah. sometimes you get, you can, your thinking gets, Again, can, desperation, can, can, isn't it? can get a bit desperate. And sometimes yeah. you do end up doing things that you wouldn't ordinarily do. Right, um, and so they're 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 playing on people's um, emotions in the sense that they 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 will believe that these these particular messages are from legitimate people. Yes, and yeah. like you said, if you in that situation and you're offered an extended help or handout, yeah, some people will take it and not really consider actually checking or double checking where this these these messages are actually coming from yeah um but like you said they're so realistically done sometimes you can just take the opportunity and take the chance which obviously unfortunately some people have for being fallen victim um to this particular scam mm. so we mm. we we need to if we do get messages like this it's better just just to you know just take a few just step back step exactly back. so it's as if you Don't, do if you do receive a message or email that you believe to be a scam, contact the organisation directly from the details on their official official website. So if you get something from the government, for instance, they don't generally send you text. But if you do, then go to the official website and check it out. Phone them, the official website, they've got phone numbers that you can mm. call as well. Do not contact the number or email which you have received the message from. Mm. Okay, on and do not click the link. That's that's really important not mm. to click the link because the mm. link can also bug your phone, can do all sorts of things in that sense. Your bank as well will never ask you to supply personal information on email or text. And, you know, when you go through your banking process, you've got passwords and all sorts of things set yeah, up. Security questions. Security. Kind of security is always set, um, set up. So um, they'll never ask you anything personal. OK, so eligible households will start receiving energy bill rebates um, and that was from October 2022. So you can find out the detail on the government's website. Check the details on the government's websites. That's if you haven't um, received your rebates as yet. Yeah, and also just to add to what you're saying, um, if you're not if 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 you're not 100 percent sure, mm. just talk to somebody. Just, just mention it to somebody. Say, look, I've, I've received this email or this message. Mm. What do you think? Give someone else the opportunity to kind of get, 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 get their thinking on it. Yeah. Uh, so it gives you time to to step back, like you saying, and go to proper organisational yes. websites and don't just assume because it's been sent and it says gov.uk yeah. or wherever it's come from. Please check it out before messaging or accepting or providing mm, your any information. information. That's any right. Information. So, any um, and the thing is, you can always go to the official website. Mm. Always go to the official website and find out. I get things from um, this number twenty two o two or something. I know that's not from o two because when I've gone into the store, o two store, they they always say our text will always have the official o two. Um, number so anything outside of that I know well it's not come from the O2 store mm. 
and I do I try not to do anything via text from my telephone from my mobile phone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if you get something then you will phone up and find mm. out well is this so or is it not so and it's in emails you get them in emails as well mm. what was you going to say Kate? no I was just saying I totally agree with you um, unfortunately some people are susceptible because they're in such a di- they feel they're in mm. such a dire situation yeah. that when they get these kind of messages they, they think it's it's a godsend in, in, in so yeah. to speak yeah. and so they 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 react to it, but like I said, because some of them are so realistic, mm. the way they're written, the way they're worded. But if you really take it like you're saying, you know, certain organisations will not do certain things in a certain way. Yeah. But you need to not react on your emotions or or, for, or just on a message being sent, please, please step back, like you said, take time out and go to a genuine source yeah and never give out your details just Mm. don't give out anything personal and Mm. especially when it comes to paying money from your bank account Mm. there's certain things that you just don't give out because i remember i went to give someone um a number he said no you never give that to anybody i think it was my long number Mm. Mm. uh long the top some cases, if you're buying something, then yes, you'll do that. Yeah, but you th- th- yeah. you'll do that only if it's a rep- reputable mm. site or reputable organization. Reputable yeah. organization. Sorry about that. Yeah, so that's how. Yeah, I agree with you. And it, you'd go on a proper website. Mm. So yeah, I, I totally hundred percent agree with what you're saying. It is about you being more in tune with what's going on. And that's what we're, why we're highlighting. It's just to help people to be in tune with what's going on. So if you do receive messages or texts, mm. you're aware. Yeah. You're alert, you're aware. And if anyone calls you up and asks for you for your details as well, claiming to be from any of these people, you, you can always say, you know, um, I can't talk right now. Um, I'm going, I'll contact you directly. There's nothing wrong in mm. not speaking to people if they're calling you up and asking you for your details and don't feel under don't feel your because sometimes they can it can come across like you got to give them the information there and then kind mm, of thing mm. they impress upon you the the importance of doing it now doing it now doing it now but you've got to keep calm like i said you, yeah. it's the way you're thinking sometimes and you react and sometimes once you've reacted you can't take it back yeah so like like you're saying, you don't always have to respond or react to what's coming at you. Yeah. Regarding through messages through the phone. And Just, we, we know, mm. especially at this time of the year as well, um, that yeah, there's these things are going to be will more, happen. More they will yeah. happen. Yeah, it's, there's going to be a push. And in line now, we're talking about the rebate. This letter that's come through. So people are receiving texts claiming to be from the government. And they're asking for your details. And it says you don't need to apply for the discount. There's no need to contact your energy supplier. The discount will be applied to your monthly household electricity bill for six months. And that's starting in that started in October 2022. It says you'll get um, £66 in October, November, £67 in December, January, February, March. And you'll get the discount monthly, even if you pay for your energy quarterly or use a payment card. So that will automatically come to you. It will come to you in a letter, maybe. Mm, mm, That's how they mm, send it out, mm, and then utilise it. Okay, so traditional pay, prepayment meter users, they also get equivalent vouchers that will 
they'll need to redeem. So again, you go to your the gov.uk, but if you have a traditional prepayment meter, you've got to ask, go and check um, for more information. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the, I'm going to post that into the chat box, actually. I'll post all these important um, sites into the chat box so you can have have them this is um www.cyberware.gov.uk okay and if you think that you've been defrauded there is also a fraud fraud line as well which we will post into the chat box okay so come and join us in the chat box beautiful listeners so you can get hold of this important information because it may not have affected us personally but we always know someone that may have been affected by these things so sharing is caring, caring. <laughs> and, like, and like like we said earlier if even though you've not been affected by it mm. it's still early days yes it's still early days and it is is prevalent now we know that so if you it just makes you aware that if you do get something that you're not expected and suddenly it comes to you mm. you know alarm bells hopefully or flags yellow flags yes. or red flags will start coming up yeah yeah and, and so because we, we're highlighting it now so just 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 keep yourself aware and the thing is if once you're scammed is claiming back what is owed to you is one thing and proving that you weren't the person mm. that received it is another thing, another thing. yes what, it's it can be quite that's another distressing situation mm. all in itself so we're, we're trying to prevent mm. being scammed so there, there there are protocols sorry kj no no no, no. i'm just prevention is better than cure yeah Definitely. But if sometimes if we don't know, then we just don't know. Mm. And then some people have fallen victim, you know, especially. And I think the elderly, I I get quite concerned for the elderly because they're not so savvy when it comes to technology. And they might get this, get a a text and not realise. It's the the fact of not realising, oh, it isn't someone from the government because they're, mm. they're quite official, aren't they? The mm. elderly I might think, "Oh no, I'm mean, having yeah, deal with this yeah. right now." And but it's saying that a lot, of, a lot of the elderly when they get scammed, it's normally people who've befriended them or someone associated with them. Unfortunately, a lot of the, because they, like you said, they're not with the technology, so they'll get somebody to 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 advocate for them and yeah. to help them do certain things, mm. and that's where the issues are sometimes but with the individuals saying, that get involved with them. In regards to these scams, they're just random text sent to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yes. mm, they're just mm. random text sent to yes, anyone. It's not definitely. anyone befriended because that is, that's a whole mm. other subject big, in itself. Bigger subject. Of yeah. people that will go in and scam elderly people, which is, mm. again, I just don't understand some people's psyche sometimes why they would want to go in and do such things. Mm. But sadly, there are people out there like that. But in this instance, they're text messages that are going out to people mm. just like us. Mm. I know I've received um, text messages mm. like this one. It's saying that it's from the government about this. Um, you may be eligible for a rebate. Yeah, I've got them as well. Yeah. Like and do we click the link and then we're stuffed? You know, because most a lot we do a lot of our banking from our phones and things like that as well now, don't we? So, yeah. you know... Th- it's like can be virus just added in so that's something that we really want to prevent really really want to prevent okay beautiful listeners so each one teach one and sharing is caring so if you can share that link let other people know so that they too 
can be aware of what's going on and then we can yeah just help each mm. other in that regard okay beautiful listeners so we'll see y'all in five merry christmas from all of us at all flavors radio i bump into my friend at the bus stop you bump into your friend at the bus stop i take off my pashmina and show her my new necklace you take off your pashmina and show her 150 pounds i play with the necklace as we talk you play with the money as you talk i say goodbye and walk home you keep the money on show and walk home alone thieves see your possessions differently so take care where you take them out. Here for London, the Metropolitan Police Service. For more information, visit met.police.uk. Tommy Lucian Promotions and All Flavours Radio present We Ready to Party Again. On Saturday the 25th of February 2023 on board the luxurious Teresa Joanne, which is permanently moored at the King George V dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16, 2QY. Of this night, we will also celebrate the 44th year of independence for St. Lucia. From 9.30pm till 3.30am, come and be entertained by Ninja Man Lloyd, Mikey Afri, DJ Specialist, DJ Redboy, DJ Markler, and the All Flavors Radio Team. Your MC for the night is Rude Boy Keith. Come and jam to the sweet sounds of soca, afrobeats, country, reggae, R&B, and much more. There's a free run punch for the first 100 tickets, so get your £15 tickets today from Eventbrite and getyourtickets.co.uk. For more information, call 07401 388251. That's 07401 388251. We ready to party again, Saturday the 25th of February. The last one sold out, just saying. Give me the music. A legacy of bread, funk and soul music. Imagination. Featuring Lee John. 40-year anniversary signed limited edition 17 CD box set with the hits Music and Lights, Body Talk, Just an Illusion, Flashback, So Good, So Right, and many more. Box set includes never-before-heard 12-inch mixes, live performances, and unreleased recordings. Available February 10th, 2023. Pre-order now at www.lejohn.com. The more you listen, the more great music you hear. All Flavors Radio.
sounds of Sandra Chorus. Oh, just a thought of going back to country living when life was more simple. How you doing, George Flavors? Sound Malaysia. Pleasant good evening to AT Francis. And Corey E8, Croxy417. And how are you, Mark Philogene? Ada Bremen. Hope you are doing well. Along with Petra. I'm giving a big shout out to you, Norbert, out there in Castries. Catch AT Francis tonight on Tuesday from 10 till 12, as well as DJ Laro from 8 till 10. I'm giving a big shout out to Gal Gal. How you doing, bro? Big shout out to Goldie. Shout out to Valentine and Jenna. And how are you doing, Joy McKay? Yes, that's the sounds of Sandra Cross. Country living. Give a big shout out to Glenroy Oakley and Auntie Lisa. The ink is black, the page is white. Together we learn to read and write. I don't know if you knew this, but this is actually my dad singing this song. Black and white, Greyhound. Shout out to Debbie. The world is Mia. It turns by and Al and Andrea. It turns Hope you guys are okay. Child is white Together they grow To see the light To see the light 
That's right, peace and love. The ink is black, the page is white, and without that, if the page was white and the ink was white, we wouldn't learn to read and write, right? Because you couldn't see it. <laughs> exactly. We don't. We need one without the other, really, isn't it? When we think about it, and we're going to be looking into just that. You know, um, the Met Police, we know that racism is a thing. And not not just now, because we'll do our word of the day, but this is one of the questions that we're looking at, right, KJ? Yes, yeah, should the Met give officers a lie detector test to weed out racism? Not that I understand where lie detector and all this comes in, as well as knowing that young people are losing their right to stay in Britain after being placed on the Metropolitan Police Gang Matrix. Did you ever hear of such a thing in the Police Gang Matrix? No, until you've highlighted it. No, I'm interested to find out a bit more. Excellent. And we will be going in to see that, but not until, not until, drum roll, word of the day. And what is the word of the day? Abdicate. Abdicate. When I saw that word, I knew exactly what it was. I knew what it was. And then I had thoughts of Mer um, Harry and Meghan and how Harry has got his book coming. Well, he's got a Netflix series as well. Oh, yes, that Netflix series is coming and, too. And people are saying he should be stripped. Well, certain people in the media are saying he should be stripped. Stripped? He can't be of, stripped of anything. I'm just saying, it's just, yeah. That's how what can you saying. be stripped of who you are? That's what they should be. Some they people. should be stripped of his royal, royal um, whatever it is. Whatever he's got. Just stripped of it. Anyway, he has abdicated anyway, would you not say? Well, not necessarily. No. To abdicate means to relinquish. He hasn't relinquished anything. Okay. He hasn't renounced anything. He's just basically decided to put his side of the story. Yes. And obviously, if he's going to do that, there will be repercussions. Yes. So to abdicate means to renounce, as you said there, KJB, relinquish a position of usually sovereign power. It can also mean to cast off, discard, a bit like in Coming to America when um, King Je Jeffrey Joffa yeah, Jeffrey Joffa says, I renounce my throne. <laughs> Do you remember he's done that in Queens? And yeah, that's exactly what it is. So the king was forced to abdicate after long-standing controversy and she abdicated her position in response to the allegations. So renouncing or relinquishing. Yeah, it's a bit like... Um debacle earlier on in the year when um the conservatives um placed that i can't remember is that name. party gate no 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 when um what the she, new woman yes oh see she came, Theresa, yeah, no it's not Theresa. No, i'm saying Theresa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can't remember her name and then oh, and then it, obviously our, um, um it had such a lasting impression yes. on us that we can't even remember and and they gave um the chancellor to uh, Kwame. Yes. And so they both Well, had he to, lost his job, yeah, but well, she... she what she had was her name again, guys? Because oh, we can't remember. I can't remember, but she had to abdicate. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she abdicated her role as, what was she? Yes, the Prime Minister PM. for that time. Mm -hmm. So there can be serious repercussions when someone abdicates their responsibilities. Yeah, abdicating context. What is it, KJB? It's a man, abdicating context. American literature is peopled with runaways. Those brave, brazen, or simply compromised enough to abdicate their responsibilities and take to the road. 
world. Yeah, so just people that just, well, they've got it down here as runaways, but mm. abdicate just means to just say, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. I'm done. I'm out. Obama, mic drop, out. And that is it. So build your vocabulary. Get a word of the day in your inbox every single day. So did you know, give it up for abdicate, a word powerful enough to undo a coronation. If you need a term to describe formally throwing in the towel, this one should prove, perhaps ironically, a royal success. Coming from the prefix ab, meaning from, away or off, and the Latin verb dicere, meaning to speak, Abdicate is used primarily for those who give up sovereign power or who evade a very serious responsibility. English has desire to give thanks to hodgepodge of other words among them. Dictate, contradict, prediction and the crown jewel of them all. Dictionary. Wow. Dictionary. That's interesting, Mm, isn't it? Isn't it? Abdicate. um, mm, Away from. Or say speak, yeah. The, the the dictionary gives us words, I guess, so speak words. Yeah, so, on and so, yeah forth. so forth, yeah. So, yeah, abdicate, beautiful listeners. And, mm, interesting word. It is because um, it's, it's, it's a word that, as I said, we've had a lot of abdication throughout this year. Yeah, and and there are many reasons why, but definitely it's 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 a word we can two thousand twenty two can we can use that word abdicate. Oh, do you mean twenty twenty three? Do you mean no twenty two? Okay, yeah. Oh, the uses of throughout the year. year. For this year. What a year! What a year! Beautiful listeners, what year we've had in this regard? Mm. To yeah, a lot of abdication. Because when did Harry power. go? Did he? He didn't leave this year. It was the year before, right? Oh, yeah, it's been a couple of years. But he's come now. back and then he's done all of this stuff. Mm, but I don't blame sorry. him. I don't blame him because he, you know, and it was Charles and Mrs. Simpson, not Charles. George, Edward. Edward and Mrs. Simpson. So Edward abdicated because he yeah. was meant to be king, right? Yes, and he abdicated to go marry. Mrs. So it was his yeah. sister, um, Elizabeth, mm. that took over. Mm, mm. Yes, there you go. Oh, it's a bit of history as well, eh? Yes. Thrown into the bargain. Bit of history thrown into the bargain. So our word of the day, beautiful listeners, is abdicate. And we know we want to build our vocabulary. We get word of the day in our inbox every single day to build upon that. So asking our first question then, KJB, our first question, what was it? Should the Met give officers a lie detector test to weed out racism? To weed out racism. And we know earlier that Corey highlighted both lie detector and psychometric test. And will that change anything, would you think, before we go into... Well, it's it's quite a serious matter, really, when you think mm. about it, because the, the, any, any, any public office should be transparent. There yeah. should be no black areas, no dark areas. You should be able to... <laughs> No, I'm no, crazy. Is that a pun or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's you know, they sh- you know, it should be open and tra- as I said, transparent. There mm. should be no, no hiding places for anybody who has or holds those kind of archaic thinking. 
or, is it or ideas. Or is it, it is, is archaic. it archaic or is it inbuilt? And we know that the Met is built on racism. It, as we're going to see with this, the next mm. topic on the Matrix, it, it's it's like inbuilt within their whole organisation. And this isn't a um, lie detector test for people that are working there already. People are coming in. Yeah, it's lie detector mm. tests for new recruits. It's new recruits that they want to give lie detector tests. But can, can anyone kind of um, cheat a lie detector? Test. That's a good question. That's a very, very good question. I don't know how accurate they are because mm. we've, never, we've never taken one. I've never taken one. We have to just assume that the reason why they're being banded about because they have to find a way of of trying to stump out this in, inbred thinking, yeah. which is within the force, and it's not just met force. There's forces all around this country that the hold. Yeah, there's, lots. there's a lot. There's a lot of organisations that hold that kind of thinking. Whether we like, we agree with it or not, it's there. It's there. I was at the bus stop today, waiting, and there was a young black fellow sat on the chair there. There was an older man. He got up and went on the bus that came, and then there was another elderly white fellow that come along. He wouldn't sit. There. He had to come right away from the young black guy and sit down. And I thought, wow, because I went to sit in the place where the older mm. person was sat. And I thought, wow, he tried to get as far away from this young black fellow that was sat down at the bus stop quite peacefully. And I'm thinking it really is ingrained without... We, we all have these unconscious biases. And we were speaking about this um, earlier on this week mm. about maybe we have prejudices within us and we all do have a pride for who we are to a degree mm -hmm. but racism this race this this constitutionalized racism is that what they call it institutionalized institutionalized racism, racism within, which is the there and the whole system that's set up there to make people fail and fall down and it's quite interesting of um friend of ours come into the women's group on friday again um, Courtney from Father to Father, the organisation working with fathers, and he's done a video which he's going to be showing this week, and from back in the back in the back in the day, yeah, this institutionalised racism within the Metropolitan Police. I mean, they, they are trying to break down barriers because we've seen them on a big recruiting drive to recruit black um, officers. They're finding it extremely difficult. Well, because of the suspicion, isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's, there's this suspicion and this there's this fear mm. that that because it's dominated by a, a culture and by yeah. a color, it's difficult to know whether you're going to be treated equally or not. Even mm. though they are trying to disband or dispel the yeah. myth of this racism, and I remember, but I, I grew up in Hackney. You know, and Stoke Newton Police Station was up the road. Now, Stoke Newton Police Station had one of the worst reputations that I can remember. Yeah. Because a lot of the guys I grew up with ended up in there and some of them got fitted up. Some of them got 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 beaten up. Mm. Um, they had stuff placed on them. And, and, and you know, if people tell you this, they'll, they'll say, no, no, but that that was that was the culture. Yeah. That was the culture. And we're... 
you know, we're, we're going to touch on another question, which is related to this. Yes. So I'm not going to go How into that. How they're fixing up our yeah, young people. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not going to go into that because it's a, it's a different, it's a different question. Mm. But, but certainly that's the issue is how do you take um, people of different colour, different cultures, ethnicities, and try to immerse them into a culture that's institutionally racism, racist. Yeah. How how do you how can you do that? And it's not going to work. When it comes to lie detector tests for new recruits, is that just is that everyone? Is it the white recruits? I mean, because well, some can, people are not you know black recruits. What? Mm, because mm. we can be just as racist as it can work in both ways work, as well, well right? Without um, a doubt. But we know, like we've said, that it is institutionally racist the metropolitan police so warning met police commissioner 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 sir mark rowley compared the forces to a house in danger of falling down Mm. britain's top cop sir mark rowley talked tough on weeding out the racists in the ranks by revealing he's considering introducing lie detector tests for new recruits in his first interview with the voice since being appointed, he compared the Metropolitan Police to a house in danger of falling down and indicted that tackling corrupt officers would be a defining issue he would be judged by. So tackling dirty coppers. Well, it goes to show he's, yeah. he, he himself would have been in the force for a number of years. You don't yeah. get commissioner overnight. He, he would have built up his reputation. So he's well aware mm. that that we're talking about the Met Police Force only in, in London. Yeah. But we know this is countrywide. This is this is the, everywhere. Not, this is everywhere. Yeah. So he's aware that it's it is institutional racism and mm. he would have seen that himself. Now he's at the point where he feels in as he's in a position where he can try and do something. But he's rejecting the terminology that we just use, that institutionalized racism. He's rejecting that claim. Of course he's going to reject yeah. it. Of course he's, rep- he's representing an organisation. No organisation, no matter what capacity mm. that organisation is serving the population, are going to come out and say we're racist. It is systematic though, isn't it? But they're not going to come out and say that. It is systematic. Yeah. So but we know that. He wants to clean it up. He wants to clean up this whole thing. What are your views, listeners? Give us a call. 07895 That's... 07895134713 because we want to sit, we want to clear this up in the, the fact of will it ever be cleared up will these lie detector tests make any difference and will they will they recruit more black officers what do you think KJB well the the issue is obviously they want to bring this lie detector in Mm. for new recruits but we're not talking about new recruits we're talking about people who are already like he said the corrupt police ingrained ingrained in the system they're corrupt officers exactly so you know you got to tackle that first because no matter how many new recruits you bring in and yeah you give them this lie detector test and they they're seen not to be racist yeah it's already endemic it's already systematically in the system already yeah and there's no there's no saying that these new recruits who are now not deemed to be racist because they've it's been proven to say that they can't be turned. Mm. So the Metropolitan Police Commissioner took over Scotland Yard following Cressida Dick's resignation in February. Another abdication, guys. After losing the confidence of London Mayor Sadiq Khan, Dick had been hit by a string of racism scandals, including the horrific language shared 
on a WhatsApp group by cops at Charing Cross branch and the strip search of Child Q. Which, there you go. We remember we spoke about Child Q back earlier on in this year. And and Child Q wasn't the first child that had happened to. But hear this, hear the kicker here. Currently, 500 cops are on restricted duties or suspended because they have been accused of serious misconduct. While 3,000 are not fully deployable because of performance concerns, mental health and physical issues. There you go. Now, that's a lot of coppers. That's 3,500 cops oh. that are either restricted in duty or not fully deployable because they've got mental health and physical illness. Mm. And that goes to show. Physical issues. Sorry. And that goes to show that during the application process and mm. the processes that allow them to become police officers, something was flawed. Yeah. Because they came in with those situations. That That's not new. They would mm. have had signs and symptoms, but they, it just wasn't seen. And that's not... This is just... We're just talking about racism here. We're not talking about the mis... mis- is it misogynistic? Mis- uh, misogynistic. Mis- misogynistic traits of some police. There was something recently where they were just stopping women... Because they yeah. were good looking, good looking, or they had a nice up mm, backside. Mm. Like there, there's a there's mm. so much yeah. cleaning up to do. You know, you know when you mm. sometimes you pull out a chair or something because you can't reach those crevices and you see there's a lot of dust and all that stuff mm. underneath. This is they they need a a huge overhaul in the 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 fact that there is this this just not one issue I that needs cleaning totally up. Agree with you, and and like I've said, this is just like we're just highlighting one police force which is the metropolitan because we live yeah, in London so yeah. we, we obviously we're going to highlight the met police force yeah. but we're not talking about police forces throughout the country mm-hmm. which are they have the same situation and it's not just the police force it's within the the fire services as well a lot of these institutions mm. you know 999 institutions we can call them today mm. Uh, there's problems there there are problems you know and this um commissioner when he was asked about the Mets vetting procedures he said that they're exploring all sorts of things and they've even got a team of researching the latest lie detector technology there's anything if there's anything that they can use then they're up for it Mm, to help them you know, in recruiting the right people for the job. I totally agree with that, but that has to be countrywide. Yeah. I know we're just talking about, the like I said, we, we are just focusing on one police force because mm. we are in London and we know there are many issues regarding the police force and how they police in London. Yeah. But whatever they roll out and try, it yeah. has to be countrywide. Otherwise, this systematic racism will no, it will never change. Mm-hmm. It will mm-hmm. never change. So this year there was a review. There was a review of stop and search by an independent um, officer or office for police conduct, and they criticised the misuse of the tactic. Tactic with some cops believing that reasonable suspicion included a person being in a high crime area. Mm, so again, mm, I, I know this stop and search, it, it seems to have crept back in um, to our communities and just being in a high crime area allows police officers to say, right, you're you're doing something wrong. Yeah. So, so it's interesting what they constitute 
has in a high crime area. Yeah, that too. What they constitute as a high crime area, because <sighs> then that is that is in a way being systematically racist, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> because they've said, right, we're going into this place. It's like I hear so much bad reviews about Tottenham. I I hear so so much bad reviews, and I'm like, I'm yet to see it. But maybe because. I just go out during the day. I don't know, because I don't just go out during the day. But, you know, and wherever you go, you're going to see people that are a bit auspicious, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. High, what's, what constitutes a high crime area? I have no idea. Maybe they know from statistics. I yeah, have no idea. But, so they're looking at this. So they will look, if they're talking about high crime, unfortunately, they will look, look at areas like Tottenham. Mm. They'll look at, look at um, maybe Brixton, Peckham, Brixton. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's certain areas. But why is, are they always is, targeting is young uh, black certain, certain males? Areas. Why are they Hackney. always targeting... Yeah, Hackney came up in one of the reports. That no, I, was I know it would. I know it would. <laughs> you know, why are they coming up? Why are they being targeted? What are your thoughts out there, listeners? Um, what do you think in regards to high crime areas? How do they constitute and um, these areas being called that? And um, do they really have the, the right to, you know, stop and search young people just because they live in high crime areas? Again, you what's know? a high crime area? What yeah. kind of crimes are we talking about? What, what, what constitutes them to say this area is a high crime area? Yes, there's crime in it. Maybe it's because statistically there's a higher crime rate in this particular area, but mm. it doesn't mean that everybody who walks the street is part of that statistic you got mm. to see people as individual not a statistic they're looking at statistics and they're saying well statistically you're the age you're you're the height you're you 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 dress a certain way so statistically i'm going to stop you so yeah. that's systematic racism then isn't yeah. it that's what yeah. we said that's what it is and we're going to go on and see beautiful listeners how this has affected some of our young people how this systematic because it, it it's like a knocking effect it's a knock-on effect mm. of how our young people are perceived and then how you know they're they're stigmatized and given labels and then now in the long run it affects their whole life because they they live in the, maybe these areas that these the police are targeting targeting mm. with, are they targeted or you know, it, it's a real deep rabbit hole, real deep rabbit hole that there, there are people that are advocating for these things to be overturned and for people to not be, be seen, you know, young black men. Let's, let's be straight, young black men to, to not be criminalised because that's marginalised as well because that's what, exactly what they're doing. But like you said, we said earlier, they're criminalising the area first. Yeah, yeah. They've criminalised yeah. the area by saying it's a high crime area. And by mm. criminalising the area, you start demonising and criminalising the people. Mm. And that is the issue right there. So how do we, how do we, what's the word? Tackle it. Because, yeah, lie detector tests. But are black people... Are they going to join the Met? If not, again, is it just going to be these young people that have been brought up with these unconscious biases that are 
brought up racist because that does exist too and this the the situation will still continue let's go to facebook because we had quite a a big response on this okay and bixie banks he says should bring it back anyway for the whole lot of the government but definitely for the police forces because people go in the met with the right intentions but to follow the met way is to turn your head when they cover up the met and gov are forever covering up present present bring it back so bring back what the lie detectors they want he said it's a good idea to utilize lie detectors yeah and gary fielding he says that as well as better background checks all they have to do is watch their social media accounts (laughs) but the thing is with the social media accounts they go incognito you have a lot of racist people on social media that go incognito they don't even have a picture Especially on TikTok, you see, you see it a lot. I've, I've, I've come across it in some of the posts that I've put up and the racism, but you don't know who's behind that because one, they don't have to reveal who they are and two, they don't need a picture. They can just put a picture up of a, a cat. Or, or they can yeah. just comment on somebody else's post. Yeah. Don't necessarily have to take just... And there's mm. no accountability. Well, that's the whole point, isn't it? And that's, and this is what this, this, this new commission is trying to get he's trying to he's trying to get accountability he mm. wants some transparency but how that comes about that's going to take a long time it's going to yeah. take years Ivan, years to earn people's trust Ivan Bruce he says time. that it might help trust me you won't have any left he says I'm a victim more than thrice mm. so he's been more a victim more than three times you know in that regard Corey says their training is partly responsible. It does not take into account cultural difference. So true. So true, Corey. And they're not going to take into um, consideration cultural difference if their system is built up against (laughs) the very people that they're racist against, if you know what I mean. So that you give them a, 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 a a lie detector test. But the system isn't set up for us. It's set up against us, mm. you know. So, uh, no, they're not going to take um, mm. cultural difference into account at all. And a lot, of, a lot of what they base their thinking on is statistics. Yeah. Remember, they 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 group people in statistics. Um, certain crimes are statistically done. But if you. If you so, look at it, so, because recently, mm, so I'm mm, not cutting no, you. No, no, go for it. Recently, for it. I did some research on this, and the ones that have the higher crime rate are not the young black men. It's not young black men. In fact, they fall quite far down the line, but then they're saying statistic, statistically, because there are less of us, 4%, that we're committing higher crimes when that's not. This is what I'm trying to say. That's not the case and, and and so when you look at if you take the statistics yeah um and and really do some research then you'll understand that it's what the statistics are bringing out is not necessarily what's actually happening mm. but if you're a police officer and these statistics are brought to you what are you going to believe you're going to believe the statistics that are being pre- presented so therefore when you go out and do your beat or go out 
and are asked to do mm-hmm. your job, you're going to look at not the cultural aspect of your job. You're going to look at statistically this person who's walking in, t- in this area, I should stop him. Right. Because t- statistically he might be, so I could be preventing a crime. Did you, did you see the thinking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could spend so much time on this is, yeah, topic. It's, it's, it's a difficult topic. There's no yeah. one one true answer to the situation that we're facing at the moment. And a culmination of different we things. We had such a, a huge response here on Facebook, if you get a chance to um, go in and, and check it out, because, you know... Steph says, lie detector for racism and mental health analysis. Exactly what Corey said, mm. uh, you know, for both. Because, yeah, it's it's a never-ending cycle and it's been going on for so, so long. Uh, Corey says, high crime is related to high crime detection. Crime detection is determined by cultural bias. Exactly, or racism. Yeah, racism. So it's them stopping on the, the, the bias and, like you said, the systematic... Um, regime that they have set up so so yeah is this commissioner going to tackle it is he really going to do something about it and turn it around we'll see they're doing a lot of drives at the moment we have seen quite a few drives loads Um, loads they're really pushing yeah because where were we was in Stratford Stratford. and we've seen them down here in Tottenham Hill in Tottenham Hill they are around these police they're really wanting I've seen them three or four in Wood Green young black men to join the force cinema wood green they, as well they had something down at the tottenham's um hotspurs as well mm, mm. um something that i put out a few weeks ago mm. um for people to sign up to um let's see if they make a difference but black people don't trust the police it's first gaining the trust of the police but if a system is set up against you how can you how can you trust them well, like, 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 <laughs> no, but I just believe if, unfortunately, if, like, if something's transparent, if you can see through something, mm. then there's nothing for you to worry about. There's nothing for you to fear. Mm. Um, you can go in with your eyes open. But if you if you look at something and it's not transparent and it's cloudy and it's not in your and you can't quite get your focus, it's murky. It's yeah. You're going to think twice. Yeah. You're going to think twice, which, that, is, which is what's happening. This is why they're having such a difficult difficulty in really convincing our young people. And we're going to go on further, beautiful listeners, and see another reason why. We'll see y'all in five. <laughs>
Room. George Flavors. A.T. Francis. How you doing, Corey E8? Coxie 417. DJ Laro in the house. You can catch Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. As well as 80 Francis from 10 till 12. Also giving a big shout out to Mark Philogene out of Bremen. And Norbert from Castries. And that was the sounds there of Omar. And there's nothing like this. <laughs> there's nothing like the things that we're speaking about um, tonight, I can say. And yeah, sometimes we just have to address these issues because they're happening and unfolding right in front of our faces. And until we know, we don't know, you know, um, some of these articles, they've been taken from The Voice newspaper online. And yeah, each one teach one. When we know, we've got to share with others the things that we know, because um, at the end of the day, we are directly or indirectly affected by some of these things. And if, you know, we if we have young children, if we have young mouths, young sons, and even young daughters, that they too can be affected by these things because they may be unaware. Like we just spoke there on the the section of the police um having lie detector tests for uh, when they're being recruited, high crime areas. What is that? Never heard of it. We're hearing of it tonight. And do we live in one? Because if we do, then our youngsters are definitely going to be targeted when it comes to um, stop and stop and search. And in line with that, we're talking about youths now being wrongly labelled gang members that they're facing deportation. And did you know that, KJB, about these young people um, wrongly labelled as gang mem- members facing deportation of you? 
Yeah, he says that this. the eight bases are unfairly targeting black communities, in particular mm. black men, according to critics of a gang matrix. Yeah. So young people are losing their right to stay in Britain after being placed on the Metropolitan Police's gang matrix, according to a solicitor who challenged the practice. Yes. So have you ever heard of that, the gang matrix? No, obviously it's a it's it's a it's a code word for a database, basically. Yes, it is, it is. It's That's a code exactly word for is. a database. Yeah. And they it's so bad that Amnesty International have had to get involved in regards to this gang matrix. You're quite correct there, um, KJB, that it is a, a matrix. A matrix that was set up in twenty twelve after the riots um, the nation, national riots um, following the murder of Mark Duggan. And they set up this gang matrix database of sus- suspected gang members in London. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because it was set up to try mm. and reduce yeah. young people getting into serious crime. Remember, right. reduce. Yeah. Suddenly now from from actually being something that could be used in a positive way, suddenly they're using the word label. Yes. Label. So from from something that they set up to try and help use, especially from black community, Mm. from the black community, should I say, now suddenly it's no longer being used to help. It's now being used to target. Yeah, because it's now racially discriminatory system that stigmatizes young black men yeah so it's for the music that they listen to they're stigmatized their behavior on social media as well is being watched yeah and for there's a new report trapped in the matrix secrecy stigma and bias in the met again it's going back to the metropolitan police gang database it's a gang database okay so they say they have stripped quite a few people off of it. 1,100 people that have been removed. But still, there, there's still a lot of people that have been left on it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting that, um, again, we're talking about our young black people, but we're not talking about them because of an organisation in a positive way. We... We're there trying to get us to talk about them as if they are not able to be helped. They're labelled. So therefore, they're already yeah. at a point where they can't be helped. Oh, they're a gang members, so they're labelled now. We can't take that label off. But it is just a label. Mm. Because that person is associated in a certain way of life, whether we think so or not, they can still be helped. And that was the whole point of this being set up. It was to help I, I doubt it. I think they just it to was, trap them. Well, really. I don't know, but I'm assuming it was set up, funded to yeah. help youngsters to try and turn their life around. Now, suddenly they're being labelled and being told that because of their association or because of a certain way of doing things, mm. we're going to deport you. Yeah, And we're talking about vulnerable young people. And we're not even talking about the effects that would have on their families. Yeah. And their parents and their peers and their uncles. And, do you know what I'm saying? It's ripping apart whole families. There's a woman here, Hilary Brown. She's an immigration supervisor. 
And she said she dealt with a case where her client faced deportation after being wrongly labelled as a gang member. The word labelled. And she, labeled. she said she represented this young black male. It was a few years ago. And he appeared on the Metropolitan Police's gang matrix as a gang member. So the Home Office, they used that to refuse his application to remain in the UK. So he got deported in that because of that. You know, so I know that they are saying that they're going to overhaul it. And like it said, they've removed 1,100 names on this database. But as they're removing, they're still putting people back on it. So from what we, I can gather. Yeah. So again, it's, 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 they're basically targeting. Yeah. They've basically got profiling. They're profiling again. It's the institutional racism again. It's that stigmatization again. They're basically saying, all right, we, we've got a, an understanding of the type of people we want to try and remove off the streets or remove because they're gang affiliated. And they've basically got this outline and whoever fits the outline, they're targeting. Whether yeah. they, you know, and it's not necessarily because of they're in any kind of gang. It's because they're, they're not. Way, because they're not. Sometimes it's just because they the way they dress. Yeah, but you, or the type of list, you music they listen to, or what they watch on social media. Yeah, like, but really, you know, has 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 a young person. You're going to be influenced by a, a, a clothing brand. You're going to be influenced by a type of music. You're going to be influenced by uh, a type of program that you might watch. So that, but that doesn't constitute you being part of a gang. But as I said, it's because they again, it's down to profiling. So they're then profiling us again, as parents, then us as parents that are raising young people, what does that tell us that we need to encourage our young people to do? What well, do you think us as parents, what do we need to do? Well, we've raised children in London. Yeah, we? We, 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 oh, so, it's hard. <laughs> so it's hard. But it's, again, it's about us collectively because it talks about communities. Mm. Again, communities. And it is, it, it damages a community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Young people are in a community. You know, they're part of a community. So it's about us as a community trying to educate our youngsters about what is happening mm. um if you see a group of young people on the street doesn't mean they're in a gang they, they might just be on a night out together do you know what i'm saying it's about it's about getting again it's going back to what the commissioner said it's mm. about changing the environment within the culture of that police of the police organization and that has to change it's quite funny you saying that because um, I think going back to Courtney's video, there was a time, I think it showed us something in the 70s, there was a group of young black men walking mm. and they say, we can't even walk together in groups. Mm -hmm. We can't even walk together to go somewhere, like say mm -hmm. we're going to a nightclub or something mm -hmm. because then we're profiled as a gang. Like, so we have to go out in like pairs of two, you know, two twos because we can't walk together collectively and not be seen to be not doing anything wrong, you know. And then there's this this um, gang matrix that's there to, again, trip up young people just for their preferences. It's something so wrong, isn't it? It's, it, it, so and wrong. it is wrong. And, and young people are really finding it hard already. Mm. And now you're applying more more pressure on them yeah. more statistics more more so not more statistics but but more more 
issues mm. that they're having to deal with. Now they're not the support. Where's the support? We're trying to support our young people, yeah, to do the right thing. But those organisations who have the opportunity to to show that they are changing, they are trying to change cultures, are the same organisations mm. that are, try, are stripping away at what we're trying to instill. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It doesn't make no sense. It's a tough cookie. So it's maybe, a, you know, maybe we do need to encourage them, as parents, listeners, our youngsters to join the mayor. I know it sounds really <laughs> crazy, but if if we can, and 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 not to to be um, bamboozled in the the sense of taking their abuse, because there have been police in the force that have taken abuse from other corrupt police officers. And then turned around and become corrupt themselves. But going in there with a view to having a different outlook and looking out for our youngsters. What do you, what do you say to that? I, I, I believe that what needs to happen, I don't disagree with that. But mm. it has to work from the inside out. It can't come from the outside in. If you're mm. trying to recruit people in to an organisation that's already got issues yeah. within it. And we're talking about issues that have been there from the 70s, 60s, yeah. you know, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years. That's a lot to change. Mm. People from the outside in can't change that. They can make a dent to it, but they can't change it. It has to work from the inside out. So we got to, we got to, or the met, Metropol or the Met or the police in general have to find, like you said, individuals mm. who are standing up against this kind of, enforced culture it's discrimination yeah really, this discrimination yeah. and get systemized. those systemized and get those who are trying to change it from within to come out and come to the communities and say look we're not all like this i'm not like this yeah but then it's and, and helping our youngsters to see because and that's what and that's what they have to come out and they have to show mm. be transparent and say look this is the organization Yes, I'm in this organisation, but I don't believe in the culture that is going on in this, this organisation. I'm here to show you that yeah. I am not part of that. And this is what this commissioner, in air quotes, I'm saying, mm. is trying to change. But sadly, beautiful listeners, being on the matrix can have a devastating impact on someone's life. From increased stop and search to being evicted from their home. Mm. So... It does affect our young people. And so we've got to like yeah, look at ways in which we can kind of limit the impact that it's having because what it's saying here is estimated that seventy nine percent of people that are on the matrix are black. Yeah, despite the fact that twenty seven percent of those convicted of offences related to serious youth violence are black. So there's seventy nine percent on the matrix, but the statistic is twenty seven percent convicted. You know, so the majority of people on the matrix, sixty five percent, are considered by the police to be low risk. So they shouldn't be on there in the first place. What All right, so, so crazy. we can't crazy. so much to cover in in short such a short space, space of, of time. time, isn't it, KJB? But the, the the good thing is, what we what you're talking about, how we can help our youth, mm. and I think we're 
in some small part have done that tonight regarding this. Yeah. Because it's highlighting it to those who are listening that mm. this is actually happening. Um and 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 it's good because then these individuals or those listeners now that are listening to this conversation can yeah. then have that conversation with their kids, can have their conversation with their with their nephews, their nieces. Mm. You know, the wider community, the wider family and, and alert people, these young people to what is happening because yeah. a lot of these young people won't be aware of this. Even, and, yeah. And until it actually happens to them. Because it says that the police, um, the Metropolitan Police, not, they don't notify people if they're included on the matrix and there is no way for them to challenge their inclusion or request that the information um, kept about them be reviewed. Mm. So they don't even know that they're on it. So there might be young people out there that are walking mm. around mm. that have no, not a clue that their name is on this gang matrix. That's even more That's scary. More scary. So that means yeah? the, the police are watching. They're watching and they're, they're, they're systematically picking young mm. people and they're putting them on this 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 gang matrix. Yeah. Whether or not they they fit the bill or not because they're in a particular like you said a high crime yeah. area they're dressed a certain way they, they're walking a certain way so therefore there's certain things that they're profiling bang let's it's put them on, right. the, on this on, on this matrix get the word out there beautiful listeners we get spread the word and we these are things that you know we need to be really speaking about and highlighting be aware and of. being converse, conversing about because the fact that the police don't have to notify someone that they're on this gang matrix. We could be on it, guys. We just don't know. Which seriously, I'm, well, I'm not saying it in, in. No, to no, you're right. Funny. You're totally young people. There's young yeah. people out there that that could be on it. They could be associating. Not even they might just be associating with some people that are on it, and then they're put on it because obviously young people do talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> they do mix with each other. Yes. Yeah, that's it's quite scary. It's 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 th this is not n enough for like half an hour segment no, on a show. Not, really, not. we need to be talking about all these things. So beautiful people, we just want to give a big shout out to John J E and your Earth Strong Sunday. Hope you had a wonderful day um, mm. on Sunday. Don't forget after us, um, Laro is. Um, following us from 8 till 10 DJ as well as AT Francis and tomorrow Francis. oh I'm, I'm not sure if um, Donnell the therapist is joining um, check, all flavors check, tomorrow check the, but, so yeah check out the schedule check, see yeah. check out the website or the the group on Facebook can see who will be coming up and so forth also, don't please don't forget to check the schedule. I just said that. I'm just giving a big shout out to Ninja Man Lloyd. Hope you're okay, Lloydy, as well as DB DJ B Funk. Great stuff over the start end. Um, B Funk um, Saturday. I don't think he's playing this week Saturday. Um, I think Corey, Corey will be stepping Corey in for Billy um, DJ B Funk. Big shout out to Billy Ray Valentine. Charlie Muir, how are you doing? Hope you're settled in and that we'll see you soon. As well as DJ Nige, um, Ara, um, Bella Ara, you can catch Ara on a Saturday. And Caddy on a Thursday, DJ Ninja Man Lloyd on a Thursday. And please, if I've forgotten anybody, please forgive me. 
And well, what what a what a night, what a night. We've covered oh, quite a, a lot <laughs> on the show tonight. Yeah. We've looked at what have we looked at, how they're going to use lie de- detectors to weed out racism. Well, it's 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 an idea. It's an idea. In, yeah. Yeah. They, along with many other ideas. Yes. <laughs> that um, <laughs> yeah. If they're not, in, you know, acted on, then that's all that they remained. Also, um, national. It's hashtag National Pawnbrokers Day. Um, for everybody, you know, that may be in need of cash or want to look for a good deal. There's no shame associated with it either. Yeah, hashtag National Pawnbrokers Day. Don't forget, if you get a, get a text and it's from the government, check out, do not click the links. Don't click any links on, on your emails, but you go to the source and make sure that it's come from them and it's not come from a scammer. We don't want to be scammed out of our hard-earned cash. The word of the day is abdicate, to renounce and relinquish. Get a word of the day um, day in your inbox every single day. And beautiful people, yes, we have come to the end of the show. Wow, what, what right. a whirlwind two hours, a whirlwind. Yes, so we thank you all for your time. We thank you for sticking with us. Like we said, DJ Laro is following after us tonight from 8 till 10 and 80 Francis from 10 till 12. So I guess all we've got to say is thank you, um, chat room. Um, thank you, tune in. Thank you, TikTok listeners. And what are we going to say, DJ KG? See you all on. See you on, see you on, see y'all on the other side, beautiful people. Good night. Take care.